Ahoy there, matey. Welcome aboard the world of boating. Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. You're going to need a bigger boat. Brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. I was just looking in to buy a boat of my own. Call World of Boating toll-free now at 1-888-28-BOAT. That's 1-888-828-BOAT. And welcome. This is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate. Captain Patrick, Mike the Mariner, rounding out the crew. Barry the Boater. Uh, Well, he's out boating. I think down in southwest Florida, Naples area. So we gave him a pass today. Actually, we just had enough of him. And we said, get the hell away from us and uh, give us a break. So we'll take it and uh, manage without him today. However, Mike the Mariner is out on the water as we speak, as you can uh, plainly see on YouTube and Facebook Live and Twitch and all our video streaming uh, device uh, channels today. Uh, and it looks like it, this is a previous video you're showing right now, Mike, I assume. No, uh, that's live. No, it's live. That's what? Live. Really? Wow. Yeah, that's impressive. Is me, see? That is this awesome. Is it really is I'm him. Live. How about this that? This is me. That is uh, an impressive uh, shot there. This <laughs> almost looks uh, semi professional. Uh, or semi professional and, and some and somewhat dangerous <laughs> at the same time. So no, uh, <laughs> we're totally safe. We're totally safe. We're maintaining proper separation. There you go. And what are uh, you on exactly? Uh, what are, you're uh, cruising? That isn't your vessel. You got a captain there behind no, no, the wheel. We're on the, ch- we're, we're, we're on the chase boat. We're we're on a uh, on a bayliner uh, center console. This uh, 1961 Uniflight is owned by my friend Matt. And uh, they just finished a complete keel-up restoration. Wow. All or, all original, all back to uh, the, the original Ford six-cylinder inline, you know, inline six-cylinder engine. Nice. Uh, yeah, you know, uh, Mike the, the Mariner, he, he sent us a video right before the uh, showtime of this new vessel. He, he called it the Green Machine, the captain of that vessel. I think he was just kind of pulling that out of, out of thin air uh, because it has yeah. kind of a green aqua sheen to the uh, thing but it's one of those classic uh i, I assume it's is it mostly wood or is it fire, no, no, is fiberglass fiber. so, it is fiberglass. In, in, inter- okay. interesting thing so uh uniflight was uh founded in the 1950s yeah. and they actually produced one of the very first fiberglass boats ever okay. and this is one of them and uh they're they're known for uh producing a lot of military patrol vessels during the vietnam war okay so this boat here that you see is actually made with um, fireproof resins. So this is a fiberglass boat that will not catch fire. Well, yeah, that is a good thing. That's a plus. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uni- Uniflight was founded in '57 by uh, Art Nordvet. Yeah, um, and the first, the first, uh, they they were acquired by Chris Craft in '84. Yeah, and then event they ceased production under that name in '89. Uh, but um, yeah, that that I, I believe the seventeen foot was the uh, the first first one. Yeah, they made a version of this boat that you're looking at with an outboard motor. Uh, they only made three of these boats. The boat that you're looking at now. Yeah. Only and only and this is the only one known to exist. This really? Boat was founded, yeah. Wow. This boat was found in Utah and uh, in a garage. And even the trailer came with the boat. The original 1963 trailer 
is in the storage building in our marina. How about that? So this guy yeah. got a hold of it. He's uh, restored it, and, and you guys are uh, taking it out for its first little uh, run for fun yeah. or what? Yeah, today is the first day. How about that? It looks like it's running yeah. pretty good to me. I mean, you guys are yeah. cruising. I drove it earlier. I yeah. drove it uh, up to the restaurant we just left, and uh, it it's funny, you know, Modern boats are so responsive. You know, this boat, you turn the wheel two revolutions to the left before you start to get rudder authority. But. Right. <laughs> Classic. But, what, but, yeah. it, but it is, it is a, uh, that's a straight shaft or a V-drive? No, no, it's straight shaft. Just like a, just, just like a ski nautique. You know, yeah, it's a so, straight, straight shaft. Yeah, so your, 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 your rudder and your prop aren't turning as one, uh, like with an outdrive. So yeah, you're, you're going to be a little uh, delayed there. Plus, it's probably not, power steering no, no <laughs> yeah uh, there's there's power nothing on that boat right but it's all about yeah. the vibe right i mean you cruise around in this thing you're kind of like in a classic uh hot rod type of car aren't you i mean uh, yeah, that's kind of how it feels it, well exactly and if you're uh i mean it even has like a, an old classic hot rod steering wheel you know great big two-spoke steering wheel and if you look for the folks that are on facebook or youtube you know, you can see Matt driving the boat with his arm, you know, stuck up on the side sill like he's driving a 57 Chevy. There you go. <laughs> so he has to be cool. one happy boater today, is my guess. He's a happy dude. Yes. Yeah, for sure. And uh, you feel uh, lucky to know him and to be able to ride with him a little bit, I guess. Is that the case? Yeah. He's going to use yeah. this as his dinghy for his main vessel where you are here in uh, Sanford or what? In Florida? Well, the boat I'm on is actually his also. This is okay. his, uh, bay, we're on his uh, Bayliner, 17-foot uh, Bayliner. Yeah. This is actually his main boat. This is just a, you know, this is going to be a fun boat. You yeah. know, it's, a, it's like driving a you know, classic car, right? Exactly. So, so he'll just cruise yeah. the intercoastal with that thing. If you're like uh, going to a restaurant, a uh, little bar, just a little runaround, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And uh, you'll be riding in style. Uh, is this going to attract a lot of boat fluff, you think? Or does <laughs> well, he care about that? <laughs> well, I don't know. There's boat fluff on there now. Well, I, but, I can see. Actually, actually, my girl is the one closest to you. There you go. All right. I'll, I'll keep the comments at bay then. Good yeah. Good thing it was found in Utah <laughs> just for the fact with the, uh, the dry climate, the dry air probably helped preserve that boat. Yeah, the boat said the boat was in fantastic shape uh, when it got here, um, and I pulled my phone down because we're in a rainstorm. So. Yeah, okay. Um, but but I'll tell you, the boat was in good shape before, but mechanically it was a bit of a wreck. So they decided to do no modifications other than uh, they put a modern fuel tank in it, a, a modern plastic fuel tank. Uh, they went replaced some of the gauges, but they went back with. The same period gauges. Uh, everything else is restored to original. Wow. How much would and something they, like this cost? Mike, you have any idea? I mean, do you have a, even ballpark of what he paid for it? Oh, uh, oh, he, yeah, he stole it. He, paid, he stole it. Okay, of course. Oh, yeah, he, paid, <laughs> he paid about 6500 bucks for it. Wow. Okay, yeah. And, and, but something and like that he, is a kind of a collectible boat, wouldn't it? Or couldn't it be? Yeah, and, he, and I think he put a... Another sixty-five or seven into it. Okay. To right. uh, redo the gel coat, do all the bright work, rebuild the engine. Mm -hmm. You know, did, did all the stuff he needed to do to get it back uh, 
Yeah. Hey, it looks like there's a Sharknado behind you, by the way, uh, from the video, so be careful. <laughs> um, uh, Patrick, is there a market for these type of restored boats? I mean, could oh, he yeah. actually turn around and flip this for like you know, 30, 40 grand? Or what? Uh, I don't think thirty or forty grand, but you know, it it's all depends on what somebody is willing to pay mm-hmm. for it. Most often, you'll find boats like that. Somebody who puts that restoration into it, they're probably going to go and show it. Um, you know, like up in the uh, uh, Mount Dora area, there's a big boat show. You've got the classic boat shows in water where you see a lot of the Chris Crafts and stuff like that, the old wooden boats. But something like that, that is, it's got a certain style. Again, it's one of three mm-hmm. that was ever produced. That is um, pretty unique, it, I would it's, think. It's, it's been restored uh, to at least period correct. Mm-hmm. Um, if not, because, uh, you know, again, as Mike pointed out, couldn't do all original in regard to the fuel tank and certain things like gauges just aren't going to be available. Unless you find, unless you find one of the other two boats. So they're the the correct gauges. They're just new. They're just new gauges, but the the same exact exact gauges that came with the boat, but they're new. All right. What was his biggest challenge of restoring this vessel, Uh, Mike? What do you think? Uh, Really, just the mechanical stuff. The boat was in good. It was in good condition. Uh oh, he just froze. Uh, His video froze. Or he got shot though. He got sucked (laughs) up by a sharknado. Look at that. uh, Look at that front. That yeah. they're uh, cruising through. Uh, it's starting to come uh, back. Yeah, actually, that's behind us now. That's behind you. Okay. But that looks pretty yeah, ominous, right. I got to tell you. That's what we just went through. Okay. All right. Well, <laughs> if any sharks start fla- falling on your vessel. You we're know. a little damp. But, uh, yeah, no, it's good. all good. You, you yeah. know, it's all fine. But yeah, okay. We got you back, Mike. But the biggest challenge yeah. was just restoring the engine and, and getting those parts uh, squared away. But now it's running like a fine oiled machine, huh? Yeah, it's running good. We had a little uh, on the way uh, on the way up. We had a little issue with the uh, stuffing box. It's leaking a little bit. Yeah, so got it. But he's going to keep this thing. He's not turning. Uh, he's not going to flip it now that he's restored it, or is he? No, no, he, no. He's going to use it. And is the green machine the official name of that vessel, or did he just pull that out of his butt when he I, uh, I, I when you know. asked him? <laughs> I don't know what the, the official name is. Okay. But, uh, All right. Yeah. Cause I, I will tell you, it, there, there is an observation about old boats that I'll make with, with regard to this boat. Um, it's amazing when you see this boat move through the water, how it knocks the, knocks the waves, not knocks the wake out the sides. It's a very dry boat. Very dry. Classic. A classic style, I guess. All right. More coming up on the World of Boating. Stay close. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. Hosting a radio show about scuba diving and boating is one of the best gigs on the planet. It's actually part of my job to check out and report on cool new products I personally use to enhance my diving and boating adventures. However, I do believe in sharing the joy, and this is why we've added Nanook protective hard cases to our list of products you can now purchase on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Nanook cases are designed to protect the most sensitive equipment in the harshest environments. Underwater photographers, listen up. From their high-impact NK 
resin to their exclusive Power Claw latches. Nanook has raised the bar for those of you that demand the best protection for your gear. Plus, Nanook protective cases cost less than similar products currently on the market. The company has been around for over 15 years, but it's new to the U.S., so we've made a small number of Nanook cases available exclusively for you at a special introductory price on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Go there now and check out Nanook, the evolution of protection. Be an explorer in the other two-thirds of your world. Be the buddy who takes the kids in the aquarium instead of just to it. Be adventurous. Be amazed. Be a diver. Even Keatley wasn't ready for me or anything that followed. Chased by a police department led by his ex-girlfriend and hunted by brain-fork-wielding Fijian assassins, it's everything he can do to keep from getting locked up, killed, or worse. Kava Screw is available as an ebook for $2.99 at Amazon.com. Kava Screw. Put a brain fork in him. He's done. successfully navigated the sea of commerce and now are clear to cruise with the world of boating i do like the one the radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle the sun the sea air good friends brought to you by worldofboating.com your internet portal for the boating enthusiast Will we do with a drunken sailor? Will we do with a drunken sailor? Will we do with a drunken sailor? And a light in the morning. She raises This is the world of boating. Greg, your first mate. Captain Patrick, Mike the Mariner, rounding out the crew as we navigate the latest boating news and information and just uh, share some boating adventures like Mike the Mariner out on the green machine, this new, uh, re- newly restored Uniflight uh, vessel. Uh, pretty cool. You can see it on YouTube. Uh, you can see it on Facebook Live on our video stream today. It looks like you got back to the dock there, Mike. So you guys are yes, sir. Not nice and anchored, a little quieted down now, everybody. And you guys are in Sanford, Florida at the marina where you base your vessel. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. We are at Monroe Harbor Marina uh, right in downtown Sanford. Okay, so are you, da- are you done uh, for boating for the day? Are you guys uh, rafting up for uh, like a celebratory party now or what? No, this is, no actually, uh, we're home. This is oh. it. This is so. This is uh, this is uh, um, Matt and Kat's uh, vessel that yep. they. This is their residence, and but uh, that's the the Uniflight there, the green boat down it there. It is very green. It. Yeah, it is very green. Art Deco, just classic design, just an amazing vessel. All right. I'd like to like to point out that the that Matt, uh, Mike's friend, owns three boats. I have my shoes behind. Yeah, it looks like. It. <laughs> You can't find his shoes. Well. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, you can't but find you, his shoes, right? Oh, look at that! I love the I love the way you think there, Matt. Thank you. We're missing yeah. a shoe. Oh, we got to bring oh, yeah. a shoe with us. If, is that the deal? <laughs> oh, okay, <laughs> you have to bring a shoe. All right, Patrick, are you are you gonna are you gonna climb? 
get in the bay liner so you can take some uh do some live video with the uniform sure sure i'll yeah. go over there all right yeah let me uh yeah, i want i want you i want to open up that engine compartment you do okay uh, hey, Greg, he wants to check, see the engine check check, oh, check okay. out the, the yeah. cool thing about that boat uh -huh. port side drive port side drive wow look at that there's some chrome in there yeah he just he's showing us the engine i like it yeah, that looks Inline like a six-cylinder Ford motor. That's a that's a muscle right it there. Is Ford, right? Well, it's a, originally a Ford, and then they sold it to another company out of Dearborn, uh -huh. and then they started Ford started producing it for the other company. Yeah, and then the other company was selling it to Unified. Okay. Sweet, I love yeah, the green color. I mean, it says Ford on it. I mean, the, yeah, I, I got to say that green color is very unique. There's, uh, it's going to stand out. Kind of There's no uh, question <laughs> yeah. like that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, I mean, and, and the bright work and the, uh, you know, all the details, you know, the the spotlight, everything's original. This is yeah. all original bright work. How all about came out that? of a barn in Utah. Is, yeah. that, is that, that the is that the original paint? Yeah, that's the original really? gel coat. Yeah. How about that, man? Yeah. That 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 was a barn find of all barn finds when it comes to oh, those. Yeah. Yeah. yeah how did he closely, find it? If you look real close under the seat down there, you can see the gas tank. The, yep, the new gas that you tank. put in yeah but but how did he how did matt uh find this vessel to so matt, restore matt how did you find how did you find this vessel i walked up to the top of the dock and the guy had it up for sale yeah <laughs> just stumbled across <laughs> it <laughs> and we, then we walked up there and uh the guy had just rebuilt the entire engine um and we're walking around the boat and he goes uh i'm selling it are you interested wow and the next day we took it out for a ride and the engine had already been rebuilt. Oh, okay. Obviously, all the detail work, uh, all the paint. We did a little gel coat on the bottom, uh, mm -hmm. replaced all the electronics, uh, all the wiring. Yeah. And, uh, obviously, put in a new build pump to make sure that was working. Yeah. Uh -huh. And then uh, <laughs> refurbished the prop. Um, and you're good all, to go. All the running years, all the original stuff. Now, it's all now, grass. I got to ask, though, hey, did Matt, uh, did Matt know how rare this boat was when he stumbled across this uh uh, Mike, or what? Did you know how rare it was when you... You know, it's interesting. The guy said, well, how many of these are there? And he said, I think there's only two Wow, that are still running, and this is one of them. Yeah. So this was not a mass... Pro I mean, they most of the 15, 17, uh, the 19-footers were all outboards. So I think you'd be hard-pressed to find an inboard. Um, I think this was kind of the predecessor to what they were planning on doing for... Uh, for the Navy and the Army on their patrol boats. So, Mike, now, tell him. It's, it's he could probably cool. flip this thing for like a million dollars if he has only one of two. Okay, couldn't he just uh, put it out there and say, hey, you want one of these truly unique vessels? Well, I'll sell you one, but here's the price. And I, I, I donate a percentage back to you guys. Yes, of <laughs> course. That's where I'm going with this. He knows. We are not thinking that. Greg is thinking that. I've got Greg. a more real. That's fine. Yeah, I'm, I'll take your yeah. percentage, Patrick. Uh, absolutely. So, when when you when the boat was restored and you updated the wiring and everything like that, did you update uh, systems to current standards, like addition of an automatic float switch, things like that, or did you keep it all original? Hey, it's just a bilge pump, bilge pump, no, no fuel that, switch, things like that. No, no, none, none of that. No, it's all original. Okay. Hmm. Wow. I'm trying to find a way to put you on speaker so he can hear your question, so I don't have to translate. Well, that's fine. Yeah, I think translate. we covered it. 
What, are we speaking French? We're, we're cutting into their uh, their boat celebratory party there. right now. So I mean, yeah, we're we're about to uh, open up the champagne shortly. Exactly. So start drinking, get socially lubricated, then we'll talk to you some more. How about that? You got it. We appreciate <laughs> it. You guys have a great day. Love your show. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, there. See, that's one happy boater. You can tell he just had his first outing on his new, newly restored vessel. Uh, he, <laughs> he's a happy camper. Uh, there's no question. Now we do have some other stuff to navigate through uh, today, and I know Patrick, you got a very interesting story when it comes to, I don't know, emergency procedures or one boater's unique way that he liked to alert his family to a potential problem. Is that the case or what? Yeah, you would say it was unique. I would use another adjective, but I can't say it on here. Stupid! Um, so, no? <laughs> I, no, worse than that. Oh. So I, I know, you know when I am out in a boat, especially if I'm delivering, if I'm transiting oh. long distances, I know Mike, when he's moved his boat, when he's, and I know his dad with his center console, they file float plans. They know how to use the VHF properly. I dare say, uh, I'm pretty sure his dad's probably got EPIRB on board. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I don't know if Mike's got those satellite on boat. Yeah, EPIRB, right. satellite phone. Sat phone, things like that. Yep. So uh, it begs to ask, as we uh, lead into the story, do you guys have, for lack of a better term, I'm gonna, what was in the story that was posted, uh, emergency music? Emergency music. Emergency music. Uh, no, uh, maybe smoke on the water. Maybe that's the only one. I don't know. Okay, <laughs> what do you mean by emergency music? Well, uh, you know, like on your smartphone, you can, you can do like in case of emergency contact, you know, so if you're ever in an accident, you're unconscious, you got that main contact, uh, they're going to check your smartphone, they know who to, to contact right away, uh, things like that. So um, emergency music apparently is something, uh, well, not apparently, it's something that I've never heard of. <laughs> Um, so you call a friend and play some annoying song that lets them know that uh, you're having an emergency? What is this, like a safe word during a special time in the bedroom? I don't know, but I guess we're going to find out exactly what we're talking about next, because I'm lost. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. Okay, I think I get it now. When I hear that song, that means I have to get in in front of the microphone and out of the restroom as quick as possible. Otherwise, we're going to have some dead air on the world of boating. That is your definition of emergency music. Is that uh, is that correct, Patrick, or what? No, no, no? it's not. Uh, according according to boater Jason Arnett, emergency music is something that you would program your smart home to play if you logged into your smart home and set that music off, which would alert anyone in the home that you are having an emergency. Yeah, it's kind of like a safe word or a safe... Yeah. Well, no, no. Well, a boating it's, it's emergency. Not, it's, not anything, it's not anything at all like that. It has... It has it, it, this is this is the most as we get deeper into the story. This is the most ridiculous thing I think that I may have ever come across, and that's saying a lot because I've been doing this show with Greg for I don't know 
75 years. Feels like um, it. Yeah. Well, this yeah. guy went through a lot of steps yeah. to get himself rescued. It seems strange. <laughs> and burned through a lot of technology. So instead <laughs> yeah, of so- just sitting off, uh, <laughs> you know, sitting or, or, you know, triggering an alarm on his smartphone, yeah. when he has a boating emergency, he had his home program to play a particular no. song that would tell his family that, uh, that there was a problem. I guess. Is that what you're saying? No, I am not saying that at all, because you've got that completely wrong. So please just let me proceed forward. So um, Jason Arnett was was out on uh, his boat with uh, five other people. Uh, I think uh, it was uh, two two small kids and uh, two other adults. And this was off of, uh, I think, uh, Flagler Beach. Um, they, They were about 10 miles offshore. And the boat takes on water and uh, capsizes, and uh, they're all in the water. So uh, the first thing is he sends a mayday. The mayday he sends is, we're going down. Okay. That's pretty descriptive, yeah. Uh, But not helpful to the Coast Guard. Mm (laughs) Okay. Okay. I I want you to understand. Completely useless to the Coast Guard. Um, You know what helps? Latitude, longitude. Right. Uh, The name of the boat. how many people? Um, we're going down. We're going down is, you know, it's one key uh, bit of information that he needs to share, but a little bit more than that. All right, we'll get a little bit more into this story next on The World of Boat. You're listening to The World of Boating Radio Network. You'll be my scallywags. I don't know what that means, but you will be them. And here's how we play. Thank you for your attention and welcome aboard. Let's go. This is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick, Mike the Mariner, rounding out the crew. All right, so let me uh, set this up one more time. This guy has a boat. His boat's going down on a boat outing uh, that goes uh, awry. He alerts the Coast Guard with a signal saying, I'm going down. But then some uh, alert or some a program he has set up calls his smartphone or triggers an alarm on his smartphone and uh, on his smart home and starts playing a song at his house. And this is supposed to tell his family that he's having a boat emergency. Is that correct? You're you're, you're about 25% correct. Okay. Step number two. Uh, So they're in the water. He gets his smartphone. He tries calling his wife on his smartphone, Mm -hmm. but his fingers are too wet. And of course his phone is wet. Yeah. Um, Then he tries using Siri to call his Mm -hmm. wife, but she doesn't answer. Mm -hmm. Then he logs into his smart home. Granted, he's 10 months. (laughs) Doesn't think about calling the Coast Guard. Doesn't doesn't think about, I mean, calling the police, any other emergency services. He then logs into his smart home, and apparently Jason Arnett has, hey, I'm having an emergency music programmed in his smart home um, if you were, if you had a smart home, what emergency music would you have, Greg? Um, I, well, I don't have one. So I, that's why I said, if you did, what would, I've never really thought of a, a song that would be an emergency, uh, song. Yeah. Uh, because you're intelligent and you would never do something so stupid. <laughs> well, thank like you for this. that. 
That's the first <laughs> time he's welcome. ever called me that, actually. <laughs> yeah, I, I think you need to have him many, many that. times, just never to you personally. Yeah, okay. This is being recorded, right? <laughs> right, right. I got that on tape. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> this, this guy's emergency music to alert his family that he's having an emergency doesn't tell his fa- that the, the emergency song doesn't let his family know what kind of emergency or where he is. Mm. Just, hey, I'm having an emergency. His emergency song is the Humpty song. The Humpty song, which goes yes. What? How does that go? I don't know. I think it's I don't some even kind know of that pseudo song. pseudo rap. No, uh, I think no. I think you have to have "Smoke on the Water" as your emergency song. Yeah, no, well, that would make a no, little more you sense. You should maybe. never. You do not. <laughs> under no circumstances should you have an emergency song. <laughs> well, if you're going to have one, that would be the one I would pick over the Humpty. Humpty is the yeah. Humpty dance. Okay. Is that the one you're? Is it's, that it's the that, song? I don't know. It's you got to find the song. I got. I want to hear the song now. I well, you're there in the studio. I'm not. Um, so the Humpty song starts playing full blast throughout the home. It wakes up his 17 year old son, who and we all have. Well, I, that couldn't have worked out. It wakes well. him up and he starts dancing. <laughs> is no, I mean now, now his now his 17 year old son is really po'd because he got woke up by the humpty song (laughs) blast and he proceeds to start to turn off the music in the house because the last thing he's thinking about is dad's having an emergency all he knows is i got woke up out of my 20 hour sleep uh, for the day and then i guess the wife uh, he lets his mom know and they go through the motions of trying to find him um fact of the matter is it was another boater that found them um it wasn't the coast guard and it just goes to these are multiple multiple steps that are all predicated on one your smartphone or your smart device being Mm. operable when you're sinking or you're in the water versus having an epurb or a handheld vhf or sending a proper mayday um yeah all the obvious things that most boaters understand and if you're yes. going to rely on an emergency song, for God's sake, make sure your uh, kid knows what song is the emergency song. So he's just not annoyed by and the fact that you're out, playing some you look, idiot uh, rap song from the 90s. When you when you look into this, if you look at the story on the World of Boating Facebook page, which I strongly advise you do, or the worldofboating.com website, the picture that is there shows five of the six people. The sixth person is not visible why guess who's taking the picture (laughs) (laughs) yeah really (laughs) guess who's taking the picture how much of an emergency was this because because the picture was attributed to jason arnett so i can only assume that he floated away from the capsized boat to take a picture of his five passengers (laughs) on top of the overturned (laughs) hull Of oh his my boat. Mm. You gotta be kidding me. I, I just, and, and the thing is, you know, we laugh about it. Um, and, and we're, we're, we're making some fun, but it highlights, I mean, this could have been really tragic. Fortunately, I see they all had life jackets, but again, it, it could have been, this story could have had a much different ending had these other boaters not found them. And it just highlights that. If you're if you're going out, especially offshore, uh, have the proper equipment. Yeah, know how to use it properly. Know how to send a proper mayday. 
have a better emergency song than the no, Humpty no, Dance song. No, don't have an emergency Make song. Make sure everyone knows what it is. If, you're, if your rescue plan is to log into your smart home and play the Humpty song... <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean you got this a guy, like i said earlier this guy burned through a lot of technology to get rescued i mean he he was using satellites in space i know and it, cellular and it phone did, towers yeah and it, and it didn't even help him because it was another boat that found him right so he, exactly. he went through all these things and it really didn't have didn't play out to to his rescue it was just by the grace of god that this other boater you know saw them and was able to come over and you if you've been out on the water long enough, especially offshore, and it, it looked like it was a fairly calm day 10 miles out. Um, but, you know, you get a mile away from somebody that's overturned. Mm-hmm. Um, that's it gets really, really you think oh, a mile on land. That's not too far on the water. It's crazy how difficult it is to see something like that from just a yeah. mile off. Yeah, and he's lucky that the weather was like it was. I mean, we just moved my dad's boat back from Key Largo to uh, Fort Pierce a, a, a couple of weeks ago, and it was probably some of the worst weather I've seen offshore. I mean, uh, it, it took us, uh, you know, seven and a half hours to get the boat back. It never takes us that long. Hmm. Can you imagine if they had been in that kind of weather? And, and, and I'm not talking about rain, just high wind and heavy seas. Yeah, they, they really could have been in major trouble. Yeah. But, you, you know, you probably should have some kind of coded song amongst your family members that, hey, if I ever play this for you, it means that something is seriously wrong with me or I'm having an issue. Okay. Well, then Ish. you need to break it down into categories. You got to have one that's boating specific mm-hmm. so that when it plays, it's a, it's a, it's got the theme of boating, you know, something like I'm going down or, or, or something like that. Then you should have one if you're in a car accident, I guess. Uh, I can't okay. drive 55 would be oh, a good choice. Well, there, okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> one, if you're having a medical emergency, like uh, Dr. Feelgood, um, mm, might, might be one. Yeah, but see, uh, those are too common. Sheer, sheer heart attack. You don't want everyone to think you're having an issue when you're just uh, jamming to your favorite classic rock tunes. Yeah, you're but if have... it blasts throughout your house all of a sudden, out of nowhere, all the speakers come on and it starts blasting this music, okay. But then you got to have each family member is then got to have their songs for those. And, and just listen. Well, I mean, don't, here's the don't thing. go down that path. It, it's a very personal decision uh, for Captain Patrick. For instance, he hates Jimmy Buffett. So if he sends you a Jimmy Buffett song, you know that he's probably had a stroke. Go find him somewhere, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, well, you know, and I was joking about smoke on the water. I wouldn't use smoke on the water because I wouldn't want a fireboat showing up and, you know, raining my boat with well, fire okay. foam. Yeah. All right. <laughs> well, uh, our, you know, our passengers can feel free to, you know, share their suggestions through worldofboating.com if they uh, so choose. Let's do that. Yeah. Let's have a, let's have an emergency, an emergency song poll. Yeah. What's let's your favorite that. boating emergency song? Share it with no, us. And- nobody, none of our, all of our listeners are far too intelligent to <laughs> even have ventured down this path of, hey, you know what sounds like a really good idea? <laughs> let me, let me create an emergency song if I happen to be out boating and there's an issue so that I can log into my smart home unless I don't have a smart home. Then what's the, point of having a emergency an emergency yeah i guess you'd have to have alexa or something yeah or some some special type of tune maybe like this 
know. Okay, there's that. With that, yeah, help? you use that during the pre-show meeting when you say, "Well, what are we going to be talking about today?" And I think he hit that about ten times oh. as I was going through the stories. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I'm not sure about that. I'm I not sure if that's accurate. Yeah, of course it is. Mm. <laughs> okay. Uh, anyway, uh, it, it, the, the story, of course, had a, uh, a happy ending, if you will. They they were all rescued and safe, but I think it highlights for those of us with just a modicum of intelligence, especially when it comes to boating. And look at the bright side. You know, we did that entire story, and not once did I have to play the Humpty song. You are welcome. And remember, this is the world of boating. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. Do you have a message or product you need to share with the boating world? Well, look no further than the World of Boating Radio Show. Just like you, thousands of boating enthusiasts are hearing this message. And we could be talking about you and your product or service as early as next Saturday. Remember, a terrible thing happens when you don't advertise. Nothing. Go to worldofboating.com, send us an email, and let's get to work to make your marketing message matter. Traffic sucks, unless you're scuba diving with Mike Scott. Mike glanced down at his dive computer. It showed less than 50 PSI left in his tank. Probably just a few more breaths. Or riding shotgun in a thrilling car chase. One bullet hit the Jeep's windshield, spiderwebbing the passenger side. Mike shifted into second gear and felt the Jeep leap forward. This just got serious. Escape your commute with audiobooks from author Eric Douglas. Download to your phone. Go to booksbyeric.com or audible.com. Hosting a radio show about scuba diving and boating is one of the best gigs on the planet. It's actually part of my job to check out and report on cool new products I personally use to enhance my diving and boating adventures. However, I do believe in sharing the joy, and this is why we've added Nanook protective hard cases to our list of products you can now purchase on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Nanook cases are designed to protect the most sensitive equipment in the harshest environments. Underwater photographers listen up from their high-impact NK resin to their exclusive power claw latches, Nanook has raised the bar for those of you that demand the best protection for your gear. Plus, Nanook protective cases cost less than similar products currently on the market. The company has been around for over 15 years, but it's new to the U.S., so we've made a small number of Nanook cases available exclusively for you at a special introductory price on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Go there now and check out Nanook, the evolution of protection. successfully navigated the sea of commerce and now are clear to cruise with the world of boating i do like the one the radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle the sun the sea air good friends brought to you by worldofboating.com your internet portal for the boating enthusiast come on please what are you standing around for here had to do it are you ready? Come on. All right, stop what you're doing, because I'm about to ruin the image and the style that you're used to. Yep. I look funny. 
But yo, I'm making money, see? So yo, world, I hope you're ready for me. Now no. gather round. I'm the new fool in town, and my sound's laid down by the underground. Okay. I'm drinking all the Hennessy you got on your shelf. So just let me introduce myself. My name is Humpty. Okay, that's enough of that. This is the uh, world of boating. We don't have an emergency. It just, uh, Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick, Mike the Mariner, navigating Don't all these boating the news and <laughs> information. <laughs> I mean, I honestly, if I heard that play in my house, I probably would be slightly annoyed and like, what the hell is going on? Who has lost their mind again? <laughs> but uh, there you go. All right. What else do we have, Patrick, to wrap things up today? Anything? Okay. Uh, yeah. Um Going to go all the way out to Kootenay County, Idaho. Yep. Uh, the Spokane River. Uh, last week, and this, 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 I, I haven't been able to really delve into this and, and make sense of when I get to the end of the story. Not sure exactly what's going on. But last week, the uh, Kootenay County Commission uh, passed an ordinance prohibiting boaters from engaging in activities that create excessive wakes. Okay. Um, after three after three months of public hearings, amendments, and strong opposition from the recreational boating community, the commission adopted the ordinance by a two-to-one vote. Now, the ordinance defines excessive wake as plowing or using any enhancement to increase a wake size, including the use of ballast, mechanical hydrofoils, or even or uneven loading. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kootenai County passed an ordinance in 2020, which instituted a 150-foot setback for excessive wakes. And then they passed this one as well. Um, so no wakeboarding. <laughs> so, well, here, the, so the Kootenai County Sheriff has been educating voters about the new ordinance and implementation in 2020 and found there to be minimal violations and no accidents related to wake surfing hmm. uh, because that was the setback ordinance. Now there's an hmm. excessive wake ordinance. Uh, yeah. The county commissioners did ask the county sheriff to use discretion when enforcing the new ordinance. Now, here's the part that I that kind of confuses me, because you would think property owners would be happy about this because the large wakes that are created aren't affecting their docks, their boats that are moored or their shoreline. But several local property owners affected by the ordinance have filed a lawsuit against the commission (laughs) to overturn the ordinance. Well, they probably have ski boats. Maybe. And, and those those wakeboard boats have uh, ballast tanks in them oh, yeah. to make their wakes bigger so you can wakeboard more effectively. That's the whole... Well, not not only do they have ballast tanks, because the manufacturer I work for, we, we produce uh, uh, some of... Uh, there's variations of models that are surf boats with the forward-facing uh-huh. drives. So not only do you have internal ballast tanks, but you also have weight, uh, trim tabs... Uh, which mm-hmm. really aren't trim tabs, they're surf tabs. Right. Uh, ours are supplied by a company called Wakeworks, and these are designed to shape the wake. Exactly. So Wait, not, but, all, not, not but only makes are you getting, yeah, well, not only are you getting the boat lower in the water to displace more, but then the wake that's created with the use of these tabs, these things mm-hmm. are mechanical works of art, if you will. Um, mm-hmm. And based on the new systems, which whether you're powered through a Garmin or something from uh, Murphy, where you can set your speed, you can also uh, really kind of design, for lack of a better term, the wake that you want. You can set the tabs um, to be at a certain angle, running at a certain speed, 
Well, they have um, all sorts of settings for competitions. Oh, yeah. You know, all you know, they're all official. They're measured. You know, they have to have a, 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 an exact shape. All those things. So, what, where is this thing going? Make their wake bigger. Where, where, so, where is it going with this, Patrick? So, what well, are they going to do? It, well, uh, with as wakes, I mean, wake surfing, wakeboarding, uh, it's not going away. Um, it's it's kind of it's been the new thing for quite a while now. So, it's kind of the new old new thing. So it really comes down to, you know, in these, these areas that are affected, um, is, it, is it too much government interference or is it not enough when it comes to regulating? Because uh, this mm-hmm. is something that a lot of places haven't had to deal with that they are having to deal with now because it, I, I would think that you would almost want to have an area that's designated for that type of activity so that other boaters but, that are out there, other yeah, recreational but I, boaters. But, but maybe, I, have a, I have a general answer for that, though. Yeah, well, what's it like there in Sanford, it, where it, you it, are, it, Mike? It's almost, it, it, if you're talking about government regulation, it's mm-hmm. almost always too much. Well, there you go. Yeah, but I mean, <laughs> what are the rules there on the, the lake that you're at? Oh, there's no um, rules out there. Well, well, they, they, <laughs> no I mean, they have, no wake, they, they have no wake zones. Right. Um, you know, there's... Near the uh, marina. Know, near, near the bridges uh, coming into the marina. And there's, uh, you know, anywhere there's a fuel dock, it's a, it's a, uh, a, a minimum speed zone, not necessarily no wake. Mm-hmm. But, uh, no, they, I mean, there, there, there are several of those uh, zones along this river. And... and there's only one area I can think of where people regularly ignore it, and and uh, that's 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 up in uh, the Deland area, and usually it's a rental boat or something going through, where someone doesn't realize what they're you know, reading on the sign. Apparently, right? Yeah, but, well, I, I've I've seen them in your area, uh, right? Uh, the Boat Tree Marina there on the other side yeah. of the bridge. People coming out of that long run, and yeah. either they ignore the. Uh, the, the uh, minimum wake sign, or they just yeah. blast on through. Well, yeah, I mean, they think it's a, all the boats are in trees, so they're like, ah, a little extra wake won't bother them. I'm just playing devil's advocate, maybe. Maybe we should hit play the uh, Humpty song instead. You think that? No. Okay. No. All right. Well, well, then we'll just wrap it up then for this week's edition of The Big Show. Till next time, remember, whether it's sail or motor, life is, life better, is better as, as a motor. Safe boating, everyone. World of Boating is brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. Any of this getting through to you, son? World of Boating is a production of Overboard Entertainment Incorporated. Computer standing by. Remember, you can listen live or to archives of past shows worldwide over the internet at (gasps) worldofboating.com. Computers can do that? So tell a friend and come aboard every week for the World of Boating. This is so great. I can't wait. I'm getting goosebumps. Feel me. Feel me. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. TTFN, ta-ta for now. The opinions you just heard on the world of boating are those of the hosts, callers, and guests. They are not necessarily those of any station or network, its management, or advertisers. What are you being such a weenie for? While on the water, your safety and the safety of many others depends on you. So boat smart and operate your vessel only after receiving the proper training and instruction for your area. There is a fine line between genius and madness. Have any questions or comments? Feel free to do so via the web at worldofboating.com.